0: Good morning, this is Gaming Perspectives with... Saul. Angeline. And today we're talking about a question that came about. The question is, if my wife asks me to join the hobby, but she doesn't like fantasy or sci-fi games, she doesn't find that interesting and wants to play a modern game, what game would you pick?
1: I would honestly tell her there is none. There is none. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yes. That is an interesting, uh, uh, what is it, The request? Only modern games, no fantasy, no science fiction, because that's what role-playing games are known for, for the most part, I believe.
0: But I believe that this man has been playing the hobby for a good five or six years. Oh, yeah, probably. And so his wife has probably heard him playing with his friends or if he plays online or in person. And she obviously is knows enough that there are games that he could run for her. Right, right. And she may not just... Some people don't like sci-fi and, and, and fantasy stuff. I don't know any of them, but as far as I know... Actually, I might... Some salesmen maybe, I don't know.
1: They just don't get it?
0: But, the, but they like Lord of the Rings movies, so... A movie yeah. is easier than a book, I guess.
1: Yeah, that is... A- that is a strange uh Venn diagram of people who don't like science fiction or fantasy. I think the the Venn diagram of people who like both is pretty large, but there's there's just some people who just don't like fantasy or don't like science fiction.
0: The only other thing I could think of is maybe she's intimidated by the idea of 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 playing a sci fi or fantasy like it seems more it would seem harder to for her to be able to role play. Whereas she could see playing a, a, a spy, or maybe she reads lots of spy books or Cops. or cop a cop person. Yeah, shows. you watch a cop
1: show, you like, oh, that'd be interesting to play. Yeah. Detective. I'm guessing the detective type stuff. So I kind of made a list of games, but then I'm like, well, they're all lower place, kind of, in a certain sense. They're all modern games. Oh, and the stipulation was that the person asking the question, the, the husband was saying that, He didn't want anything supernatural because she didn't want... Oh,
0: that was... She didn't want any kind of supernatural or magical. Because it's
1: like supernatural is a modern game. That's
0: what I... I would go... I would go... And someone said Monster of the Week. I'd be going, yeah. That's what I would like, but... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But obviously not what she would like. Right. She just wanted straight up.
1: Although maybe she doesn't know that she would like it. (laughs)
0: That's Mm -hmm. just my... sneak it in later. (laughs) Who wouldn't like that?
1: Anyway, so the thing is, is that even... even if you just stick with a straight-up non-magical, hoo uh, modern game with no supernatural elements, there's still quite a range of games and genres within that, I think. Because like, even when I put modern, some people spit out cyberpunk stuff. I'm like, no, okay. That's I, not modern, that's futuristic people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a, a good resource, I always look at Drive Through DriveThruRPG. Uh, they, they have a ton of... Uh, RPGs, right? And they're available on PDF. A lot of times, there's a quick start. The company, if it's big enough, will give you a quick start of the rules so you can look at the rules and how it works and see if you're interested in that kind of game, in that kind of system and stuff.
0: I think I think that this person, has, he's only played D&D 5th edition. Oh, wow. So, Or he's only run it, right, for his, his group. I'm, I'm going to assume that he's young and doesn't know that there are... Lots and lots of, of games and genres. Or he just isn't sure which one to pick. That's why he's asking. Right. What would you do? Right. And, of course, when I was reading it, I'm like, oh, okay, these guys are going to give him, like, 2,000 different games. <laughs> and sure enough, they're all, well, you could do Delta Green and just take out any of the supernatural elements.
1: Well, I decided that instead of saying stuff that you had to do a little bit of, of uh, even even a minimal work, right, like Delta Green... It's about Cthulhu hunting and the horror yeah. against a modern game. But still, it is a horror game. Right. So you would have to take those elements out of the game. And making a character without those elements, I think it would be easier. But still, you would have to actively try to make a character that doesn't have a, a, a skill. You have of, to
0: cross of, something out. Or yeah. you'd have to, oh, just ignore that section.
1: <laughs> right, because I, I thought about Supernatural. Right, But it is totally based on monster hunting. Right, It's not not a, a police procedural or you play a cop. I think that is definitely possible. And if you really like those set of rules that have of any game out there, you can always take out the supernatural, take out the weird. But I try to make it just something he can just buy, look at the rules, figure out the rules and play without any kind of tweaking. Except for... Real basic generic ones, right? Yeah, the generic ones for modern, I picked a few, and again, it all depends on the type of game we want to run. Because this person could run a Jason Bourne super spy, super elite type of people battling each other, or they could be James Rockford, or I don't know, or uh, the Jim Rockford, yeah. And if you're, and I know, I apologize if you never seen. If never, that if
0: movie. you haven't heard about that, my husband expresses his age in that comment,
1: <laughs> <laughs> only in the sense that it was around when I, I never really watched it. My dad loved that show. That's all I got. to My my sister, well, okay, I hate to always say this, but I I grew up in an era of one television in the household, and that television got three channels, maybe four with snow. I know you guys have, younger <laughs> people have no idea what snow is. But it's when the the reception was really crappy and there's all kinds of in the middle of your screen or throughout the screen. I know the older people who are listening will probably chuckle as I try to explain snow on television because it really there's no explanation. Uh, It's like static on your radio. You don't even listen to radio. There you go. So all my references are archaic. Anyway, so James Garner was this tough luck. He lived in a trailer, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and he was a private eye, and he took these cases a lot of times just because people were desperate, and he was desperate for any kind of money. And he usually got beat up all the time because he was just a regular guy. He didn't even have a gun. I think he was an ex-con.
0: I don't recall. Because he didn't That's have a gun.
1: Time. He didn't carry a gun. So can you imagine that kind of c- character going out trying to solve people's problems as, as a private investigator? There is
0: a modern show... Um, a Canadian one that's set in Halifax that has the same. <laughs> really? I, I just don't remember the name of it right now.
1: Oh, the one we watched. Yeah, we Nova watched Costa- it. Yeah, and no. Nova- yeah. Oh yeah, it was a complete James Garner. Yeah, because uh, he had, and he
0: didn't even carry a gun. He was an ex police officer, which I'm not
1: sure if Jim if uh, Jim Rockford was or not. But he might have been. He I don't remember. Like I said, I didn't watch the show, but all I remember is that for me he got beat up in every episode. It was that. But for me, as a little kid, seven, eight-year-old, it was completely boring for me. I didn't like it, so I didn't watch it. But now
0: as an adult, you could see the element of trying to solve the crime, right?
1: Right, and it, and it's a very basic crime-solving situation. And, and if it resulted to violence, he would usually be on the receiving end of that violence.
0: You know, what I thought about this question was like, I thought that Feng Shui would be the perfect kind of game, right? But then I'm all, well, she doesn't want anything magic, fantastical. And I'm like going, okay, so what can you do that's not like that, right?
1: And it's really hard for me to come up with. There is a lot of systems out there, and they usually verge on a little bit science fiction-ish or a little bit fantasy supernatural stuff. Or horror-ish. Yeah, Yeah. horror. And because people are really into that. Right. But straight up police procedurals – detectives, they're a little bit more hard to come by. So I picked Savage Worlds as one of the generic systems. And like any generic system, any of them I'm going to mention, and I don't mention very many, you're going to have to tweak it, right? Because it's designed to be for fantasy. And that's
0: the way it is, though. Those generic systems, that's right. what they tell you anyway.
1: Right. So they're from fantasy all the way to science fiction. And they might have rules for that stuff or even skills and stuff like that for like fantasy, Faster Than Light pilot. Well, you don't need that. In well, you, you take that
0: skill out as you yeah. as, but that's how you do with with uh, Savage Worlds or GURPS, right? You...
1: Right. I was going to mention GURPS, too, but the thing about Savage Worlds is is that it's very pulpy, right? Mm-hmm. It's cinematic. You you are kind of a little bit larger than life kind of action hero to start off with. Just so that's just the element, or just, that's just the way Savage Worlds plays.
0: Just don't throw any dinosaurs in there, because <laughs> you can. I mean, that's. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, yeah, you pick and choose the, the I'm just saying. stuff that you include or not include. So I I decided that Savage Worlds is something to take a look at. I know it breaks the rule of minimal having to work, but I decided to go with the general ones first because I thought they're out there. You mentioned Gerps, And they they well,
0: the thing about those is they have all the different settings. I mean, they have all books. kinds of books with settings. Right. So... There has to be a setting for for modern, right?
1: Well, you just or you could just make up your own. Right. You know? Well,
0: you could do that with a de- if he if he runs uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Fifth Edition, he could do the same thing. He could just make up his own and just make it. Well, but then you're right, he would have to take out all the magical stuff. And
1: then you have to add like uh lock picking or
0: Right. Well, or, lock picking's in there. Cuz for so a thing. I
1: guess you're right. It's for something. Anyway, but you would have to like change things yeah. like driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. But you would do, so have to do some work. I'm talking minimum work. Uh, Again, Savage Worlds is pretty good. Uh, You mentioned GURPS. GURPS is very scalable. You can make characters that are very super fragile to very competent and very tough. It all depends on how many points you want to let the characters be built on. The more points, the more powerful the characters start off at. And they don't really gain levels and all that stuff, so that's interesting. But just like Savage Worlds, you have to exclude a bunch of skills that are not going to fit. You got to pick and choose what kind of stuff is the character has access to. And as
0: the GM, you would probably want to look at how, how many points to give out. Because if you want him to be like a, a sniper or a, a military person or even a, a really good spy or detective you would have to go with you couldn't give them too little points because then they wouldn't be any good at what they're right, doing so right. you'd have to pick the the categories they could they could choose well and you give like them this, the point right the, uh, enough
1: I points think, to I do think it the av- a modern or oh, not a modern but a regular person is like 50 points mm-hmm. a really competent point person is like po- seventy five and then like 100 and then they go to like superhero like 250. You could always make the characters also
0: to first for them, especially if, if it's her first time playing. I would because that that would might just send her off, and she said, "No, I'm not going to do this. You want me to ha- make make all of these choices? I'm not doing it."
1: Yeah, that definitely could turn somebody off, and it has in the past. A lot of people write into different shows, and and I've seen people write on Reddit or Reddit or, or I'm mean, gonna there was this podcast I used to listen to and a person who did the podcast was trying to get his girlfriend slash wife to play games and he picked Pathfinder and just the making a character process turned her off completely. Yeah. And he goes, I shouldn't have done that. That system. I should have
0: had the character made first. Yes.
1: He did. He said that. He lamented that one. Another generic game is W-O-I-N Now.
0: W-O-I-N
1: w-o-i-n wine now Uh, it is a generic system they started with a fantasy one Mm -hmm. and then they made a future one and then they made a modern one and these are all interconnected they're pretty cool it uses dice pools you get uh you have a stat that gives you so many dice you have a skill that gives you so many dice and if you have let's say a what is it? Uh, a special weapon or something that adds dice. So it's a dice pool system. It's very, uh, very well edited. It's very nicely made. The, the publishers are Ian Publishing. Uh, I listen to that. They have a podcast. I listen to a podcast, and they're very good at on their kickstarters of having the stuff basically done. The only thing they are doing when they do a Kickstarter, and what I like is. They are trying to make a book, like to print out, have a print run. And if they have enough money, they'll do the print run. And that way you get the physical books out there. They've done that. And as, and almost, I think, for the most part, as soon as you, as soon as the Kickstarter funds, uh, not the funds, but as soon as the Kickstarter is over, they usually, and it funds. It's successful they usually just give you the the pdf right away Mm -hmm. so that is you know very rare in kick in kickstarter sometimes they go oh i need more money for the art i need money for this and they basically need the money just to make sure that they got enough people interested to do a physical print run Mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool but this game is a very generic of course it includes you know chosen which is like a people who are really, really gifted or, you know, there's all kinds of reasonings why you would have a gifted type person. They're usually, you can talk about genetics or eugenics or touched by supernatural forces or whatever. And then, of course, they have aliens and stuff like that. That And none
0: of that is going to be in this game that this woman wants to play.
1: But again, these three games are the generic ones. And, of course, you're going to have to tweak a little bit here and there or ignore rules and stuff like that. So another big, big, not big problem, another big genre within the modern is like special operations, right? Mm-hmm. You play like soldiers and stuff, you know, super competent people, special forces of, of TV and books. There's this game called Covert Ops. Mm-hmm. It's a, they call it D100 Light system, which D100 Light? to me, it's based on the uh, BRP, basic role playing. Which is what powers call Cthulhu and all those other games along. So it's line. a percentile dice system. Right, percentile dice and system.
0: you have to roll higher or lower than your whatever oh, your
1: you roll low under this under the under the number. number right. So it's light, which is always hard for <laughs> some of us. So it's a light system, so they, they take out they, they really slim down the rules, and there's less stuff that you have to worry about. And I think the BRP, basic role-playing, is a pretty, pretty solid system. You don't have to explain to people, and I've said in the past, oh, you have a 75% chance. What does that mean? Well, when you roll these dice. You have to get under 75. Under 75. And then you succeed. And they're like, oh, so the higher the number, the better chance I have. If I have a 99% chance. If
0: I have a 5% chance, I'm not going to do right. it. You don't the have problem, to do any also. kind
1: of weird yeah. explanations of what the numbers mean. Yeah. People kind of understand what percentages are. Fifty percent. Oh, I have a half and a half chance, right? I, I and that's totally makes these games a lot easier to deal with, as far as somebody who's never played a role-playing game. Of course, covert ops. You are part of an organization that goes out and handles situations. You're like, a, you're like almost.
0: A, you're like a Navy SEAL.
1: Well, you're a Navy SEAL and stuff, or anything else that you can think of. But you're part of this agency that, like, an international. They send
0: over. you out to do it, right? right.
1: Uh, it is a full color book. Uh, it's via you can get it via Drive RPG. I know it's. I'm not really a, doing a commercial for Drive RPG, but it's a good resource for books that you don't have to hunt down and buy, or if you're they're not you don't have a local uh, gaming store gaming store that has these books. You could always and then the PDFs are usually cheaper. I should it,
0: have asked you: Are all of these in print, or are they just like? Uh, is the only way you can get them through? Like oh the, no no uh, oh,
1: Savage Worlds isn't yeah, printed yeah. and all those so far all these books are because
0: right. sometimes he pulls out games that <laughs> you may or may not be able to find.
1: Well, I try to avoid out of print games. Yeah, though I might have included a couple <sighs> at the very end.
0: I'm just saying.
1: But this one you can you uh, this is a very small company. I uh, don't know. I don't remember the name of the company, but uh, you get the PDF from Drive Through, and Drive Through you could also get a Usually, you can get a print-on-demand, they call it POD, and they have different standards. They have, uh, not standards, yeah, different Depending standards. Depending on have,
0: how much you want to pay.
1: Yeah, the the high glossy pages versus standard color, and there's different prices and stuff. But they decided not to go that route for some reason. I have no clue. I don't I have an idea. You can get their hardback through Lulu, which is a self-publishing, printing, publishing operation.
0: Is that where you printed something?
1: Yeah, I I use I got the. Yeah, you don't, you don't yes. have to say what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a, a PDF and they printed it for me because uh, I like the physical elements. A lot of people do. Right. Anyway, so yeah, you lo- and they're they're cheap. You know, they're cheaper than than uh, than buying a, a a book book. And there's all kinds of different ways you know, spiral bound, hardback bound, and and stuff like that. So I really like this set of rules because it's a little bit geared toward action heroes. They they themselves say action heroes from movies, TV shows, and books. I would say that you're playing a Jason Bourne type character who is, you know, very, very uh, skilled. Skilled, also hard hard hard-nosed cop like from Die Hard and from Lethal Weapon. These characters are top of the game. They're super. uh, What do you call it? skilled yeah so so that's what you're playing in that game uh, i included another game called ghost ops another indep- independent publisher i've talked about them before uh their basic setting is that you are all from a branch of the special forces from around the world and the, and, and the book includes special forces from japan brazil germany united states uh within the united states of swat there's Seal teams. I mean, there's quite a bit of special forces included, and they each have their own skill. They each bring their own flavor, and you belong to an global agency that sends you out on missions. Yeah. So there's uh, not quite as much investigation. It's more of a, a like you're freak, rescuing your someone, or, thing, uh, yeah. Eliminating terrorists or terrorist terrorist bunker. Whatever, whatever you could come up with, and I and I like this book. I mean, I, I like this set of rules. I've played it, I run it, and it's a lot of fun. It does use the Fate Fudge dice, the pluses and minuses and blanks, but it's not a Fate powered game. It just uses it for the for the resolution mechanic, so you don't have to count out a lot of numbers. You, just, you can see on your dice. Pluses or minuses. Pluses or minuses. You add them up. Okay, I got a plus two plus your skill. Boom. It's super easy to figure out, and it's a really nice set of rules. And there's a lot of of uh, supplements supplements for this, for this game, from from blueprints of uh, of houses and buildings to adventures to supplements of rules. And yeah, and, and it's very good. I like it. I've used it.
0: So what I'm what I'm hearing is that there are lots of games that you could do this that you could do this without. Right.
1: Well, I'm giving this guy options here. For yeah. The show. Uh, special agency. Now, the reason I included this one because it's a Spanish import, and it's really well done. I mean, it's really nice. It's like, and for, for for some reason, 300 pages seems like to be a good number for these guys, independent publishers. 300
0: pages is a is a lot, but I think it gives. I think you have to. I mean, if you if you have way less, you don't get to put everything in, right? And if you have way more, you're gonna, you're gonna lose some people.
1: <laughs> well, a lot of this is just uh, setting material, right. how things are, and giving you advice into how to run the game. The game systems are really easy. In Special Agency, it is another D100 Light system. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it c- comes from Spain, and it has just a little bit of a different flavor because of that. Uh, it just does and. It's in English? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. of course. My espanol knows es muy bien. (laughs) And reading it, it would be tough for me to figure out all those weird words sometimes that I don't usually hear from the people I do speak Spanish with. with. And I I, I like that. I I own the copy of this, the PDF. It is pretty cool. It is very straightforward. You're playing, in this one you're playing uh, just regular cops. It's called special agency, mm-hmm. but you're basically just special agency, like detective, right? this and that. And you, you handle the, the tough cases kind of thing. And it includes a lot, and it's pure modern. There's no fantastical elements at all. It is strictly a police, detective, that type of uh, a genre.
0: So there's a crime, you go and you solve it. Right.
1: In fact, uh, I've been meaning to play this with the noobs because I wanted to try it out they have a, a lot of uh of adventures mm-hmm. uh, in these in this case murders right that right. <laughs> you got to solve and i thought it was pretty neat i thought they did a very good job of translating from spanish to english in my book that's sometimes not very really, uh done very well but they did a really good job i read the rules i read some of their uh, adventures and That sounds really, like fun. They really do a good job. And like i said coming from a different country uh, from a different language they do have like a different take and they and they have like a little warning thing about about how role-playing games or you know can can be not tra- traumatic but you've got to be can careful. can cause tra- yeah that. yeah and I thought it was some, it was interesting uh one I have to mention is uh Spirit of 77 simply because
0: it's based on it's a 1970s yes. genre yes and yeah.
1: it, it's a nice book it's based the rules is based on the
0: is it like starsky and hutch a kind pof, of? A
1: cop, apocalypse
0: powered by the apocalypse
1: yeah powered by the apocalypse apocalypse world yes and so we know that that system is super easy the same system that powers roots it is as always been well received it came out a few years ago it really handles that whole seventy, like Starsky and Hutch. In fact, it it has this. Uh, Does it have a Huggy Bear? Has an African American with a with a big old fro yeah. and he has a, a big old gun pointed at somebody with his car, like a super muscle car in the background, on the cover. So it's really cool and it has that vibe, right? It really pushes that that polyester seventies vibe on you. And I don't I don't know what they used to say in the seventies. In the I was gonna say something, the slang that they used to say there. They say man a lot. Hey, man, what you doing? Anyway, so from what I remember, sorry, uh, <laughs> I was only 10 in 1977. So so this is good if you want to like step back and go into that kind of world and you're playing cops or criminals in this case and in this super hyper 70s uh, theme game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And it would be super easy to to run and play because it's a puckless world. 2 d sixes. Two you roll very uh, not limited, but uh, it, you know right away what, what you can do. For the most part, you know you succeed. But you you got to roll low. You no, you roll high. Oh, you roll high. Right, right. And usually you roll high. Like if you roll like in you know, root, I had to roll low. No, no, you have to roll high. Root ro- 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 low, and you that's when you get into trouble. The Higher uh-huh. the better, remember? Like it said, success. Like it's like usually what happens is like a, a, what, a four through six is a succeed with a, with a complication, but if you get like an eight or nine, then you succeed.
0: Oh, never mind. I'm thinking about the last game we played, Dragon Bane. That was the role under.
1: I know we make you play too many games, <laughs> too many different games. So, like I said, it's super easy. Uh, you know, it has the playbooks, you hand them out. Uh, or you let the person choose what kind of character they want to be, and bada-bing, bada-boom, you can play right away. Uh, I also have some old games. There's always D20 Modern, which was published around 2001. It's based on 3. Point, it was based on 3.0 D&D using the OGL. It
0: has great resources uh, for... Yes.
1: It, it has lots
0: and lots of information. Right, and,
1: and instead of having a character that's just like a... A fighter or a magic user. Of course, there's no magic users in the modern game, but uh, there is a, a, a something called urban Arcana, which then you can play. You can play a witch. Uh, yeah, you can play what they call it, urban fantasy yeah. type games. Think of modern, Harry, Harry Dresden and stuff like that. You might but,
0: have to make some. I, I heard someone say D twenty modern would be good, but you have to make some upgrades to some of the weapons because it was made in the two in
1: the two thousand, the early two thousand zeros. I wouldn't even worry about that. I mean, I for for the most part this the wife is probably not a gun nut or I think it's just I think you could still play that game. There right are
0: pages here. of guns
1: though. I remember looking at them. And the thing is is that uh it is dated, right? It, it's 3.0. There's a lot of rules, there's a lot of of uh it's uh, a lot of things you have to worry about as a, with your character. It's a little can be a little bit complicated 3.0 D was uh, a very good system i liked it it got me back into playing the dungeons and dragons but uh the rules can be a little finicky finicky and of course it's based on levels you have levels in the game but instead of characters based on what they do they're based on a stat like you have a strong character you have a they don't call it willful but a, like a, a tough character for constitution and and everything's based on this on your primary stat, and that you know that that gives you your character, and you have levels and stuff and experience. They came out with forget who it was. I think it is, oh man. I, I can't think of, I can't think of the company. But Spycraft is a company. I mean, is a, is a game that's based on D twenty Modern, and uses the OGL, and they revamped it uh, a couple times, and the latest one is like version two point two. And if you want to uh, play spies, uh, detectives, it does, it is very, uh, uh, was, has a wide variety of options you can run. I used Spycraft to run a Weird War II game. So that is how uh, diverse. diverse this game can be. And it has, and, and I liked it because it has like, it has its stats for like a, a BAR, a Thompson 45, which were rifles and guns, and M1 Garand, which were used in World War II. So I'm like, oh, I'll use this system. And it, at the time, we were playing Dungeons & Dragons, so it wasn't a system that anybody had to relearn. I just plopped the characters in front of them, and boom, they were able to play no problem. Uh, a new player uh, who's never played before, I probably wouldn't suggest this unless you were really good at 3.0 or anything like that. A modern iteration of those two games is called Everyday Heroes. It just got published within the last uh, four or five months. It is basically they looked at D20 Modern and said we want to remake that game and that's what they did and that is a beast of a book. It is at least 440 pages of actual Content? What oh, is it? A D and D
0: system, or I mean, it's based it, on fifth edition. Oh, so is it, oh. Yeah. So that would be good for someone who was running fifth edition. Yes,
1: right? and it is a straight up just modern. Uh, of course, they give you options for like you know, yeah, uh, arcana, but but a lot of it is just just rules and and, and stuff that you would need to run a modern game. What the, a strange thing or uh, interesting thing I should say, not strange is that. When they did their Kickstarter, they had all these uh, movie tie-ins, or what do you call them? Uh, genres I, uh, or uh, IPs. Yeah, which was weird because some of these make sense, but some of them are kind of stranger to uh, to place there play in a party setting, right? For example, Escape from New York, that's oh, based on a movie with yes. Kurt Russell back in the. 1980s. It might be 80s, right? So I, you could play a bunch of criminals trying to escape from New York, which kind of makes sense. But then they have Highlander, which is you're a single guy trying to keep your head on, usually. Literally. Then they have Rambo. <laughs> Interesting. Pacific Rim, which is that big giant robot game. Yeah.
0: So there's all kinds of different genres. Right, that has all the ones rules, you could... the cinematic yeah. rules
1: for that. And The Crow, Universal Soldier, Total Recall, King Kong, Skull Island, yeah. They, I mean, they just rushed on it. I think it seems like they rushed on and got these IPs and go, eh, we're gonna make a game based on it. And it was kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't have any of those books, but I have the 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 core book. And let me tell you, that core book is big enough. It's at 440 pages without the index. That's all rules and stuff. And it handles uh has stuff for monsters from orcs to dinosaurs. Very general type setting in a modern in a modern era and I think if you play fifth edition it should be it'd be easy to be able to play that or run that game
0: and yet another book that he has that I didn't know about I learned so much from doing
1: the podcast (laughs) and uh, with my closing (laughs) comments after that I think you knew about that one no yeah I think you did Mm -hmm. Uh, they're the one it's finished they made the news actually they made like the non-gamer news because they were supposedly working on a rebel moon uh supplement to the rules for everyday heroes and rebel moon is a book by what's that guy's something snyder uh it is a a movie or show on on netflix it's a two-part movie it's heavily inspired by star wars let's say Rumor was it was supposed to be a Star Wars movie, but then uh, they said that we didn't, we do oh, no, They didn't like it. They didn't like it, or they decided to ixnay the idea A. And he he goes, I'm just going to make it my own, my own thing. And so it's called Rebel Moon. They were, this company, uh, Evil Genius Games, I believe it's called, was supposed to make the game based on that. And then uh, the company who made Rebel Moon said no. We're, no. And they got sued. And so Evil Genius sued them for, because they had already done all this work. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you've you got to pay us. And they're like, no, i got to pay you. So sewage involved. Uh, and, and, and just lately, uh, within the last couple of weeks, it was uh, settled. I see. Yeah, we weren't privy to any of the settlement information. But it seems like uh, I think uh, Evil Genius Games is going to tweak all the stuff that has Rebel Moon in it and just come out with their own generic sci-fi setting fantastical setting yeah interesting how that happens but i think the the what you should take out of this episode is if you're going to run a straight modern game there's the things you can consider as a gm a system that you like running that you feel comfortable running is important if you're a gm that's only run a certain kind of game like let's say fifth edition everyday heroes kind of fits in that and i'm sure there's a fifth edition modern games out there that Independent publishers have made, but uh,
0: well, and it depends on how many different systems you've run too, right? Because if someone comes up to you and says, "I want to play a modern game with no magic in it," you go, "Okay," and you just randomly pick something that you like, and and
1: <laughs> then there you go. What well, I would ask some questions like, "What kind of character do you want to play?" <laughs> and then go from there. So there's there's a the rule system, right? And then there's the setting right. stuff that you know, what type of game does the gym want to run or the players want to play in. in and if it's
0: specific to a question like this you kind of want to know exactly what what she means by she doesn't want any supernatural stuff right. she wants to she also do you want to play a spy do you want to play a special forces are you looking for a straight up mystery to solve or are you looking for something else like are you want to be bikers or uh right what's the do you want to be just a cop yeah what 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 do you really want you, you got to ask the 20 questions to figure out what kind of mm-hmm. game is really gonna inspire her to come back and play some more
1: right do and maybe
0: then want... try fantasy stuff because there's a lot
1: of stuff out there <laughs> and even in, in in just if you want to be a plain old cop there's differences in plain old cops right right, right. there's james Gardner who's a, he, he was a police he detective. was a di- or you could be uh the guy from lethal weapon Right? You <laughs> can be Martin Riggs or you can be <laughs> Jim, uh, whatever his name was, on the Rockford. Oh, Jim Rockford, right? And those two characters are completely different and the play style is going to be different, even though you're saying, what's a modern game and they're both cops? Right. Right.
0: Well, you could also ask, you know, what's your favorite kind of show that you're... Yeah. What, is there a show that you're yeah, thinking I'm about? Because sure. uh, yeah, yeah. they could come up with Blue Bloods or something <laughs> like that or NCIS. And you're going, okay, I know. I, I've seen that. I know what you're looking for. Oh. Or or um, the spy one. That, uh, what's the one with Tom
1: Cruise? The movies? Mission oh, Impossible. It's impossible, which was also a TV show, show.
0: Or Jason Bourne. I mean, what, yeah. what, what what do you want?
1: Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? So I think those are... Good questions to ask, and once you get the feeling of what your wife wants and wants to play, then you can center everything around that. Because if she wants to play a good old cop, and you're Jason Bourne, like oh, this is this, this kind of like fantastical, and she might not want to play that game. So uh, again, expectations of the player involved is very important to ask what they want to play. Good luck. Uh, hopefully, you find a system that fits your bill. There is a ton of games out there that fell under the modern setting with no These match. are just the ones you picked. These are just the ones that I picked that either I own or I know about. <laughs> well, I own the PDFs almost everything that I mentioned. Yes. Or the physical book.
0: Yes. So, I, so there I, you go. I, I won't say how big the overlap is. <laughs> so there you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with...
1: Saul. So, and Jolene. And you have a good day.